It is February 12th, 2022, and we are exactly 100 days out until the official first pitch of the 2022 Pioneer Baseball League season getting underway, which will start right here in Colorado Springs, Colorado, when the Rocky Mountain Vibes return to the field facing the Glacier Range Riders, who are brand new into the Pioneer League. If you are not familiar with the Pioneer Baseball League, this is your show for all the information, all the news, anything you could possibly imagine about the Pioneer Baseball League, which is an independent baseball league. Man, you've come to the right place. And let me tell you, if you're familiar with the Graham Slam podcast, which was my prior podcast featuring and covering the Rocky Mountain Vibes baseball team here locally, we're expanding, we're growing. And let me tell you, this is a PBL show. I'm your host Brandon Anderson and this is chapter one and today we've got quite a bit of news to kick off this 100 day journey which from here out we are on cloud nine with getting closer and closer to a baseball season that we all are hoping for and we can't wait for it to begin. Now of course before we get into the actual episode itself if you haven't done so already Go ahead and subscribe on Instagram, like us, follow us, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast providers, a PBL show, or this is the PBL show. Welcome. Welcome to a new journey I have taken on. I wanted to expand out to the full Pioneer League to cover and create a show that gives us fans something to look forward to week in and week out. And when the season starts, man, this this show is going to ramp up quite a bit, covering the the league, covering games, hopefully to do some live uh, broadcasts and everything like that. So there is a lot to be happening on this show, and if you are not following it, you are missing out. This is, as far as I know, the only podcast or show, per se, covering the Pioneer League in full. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And as we go ahead and open, this is the PBL show book. Chapter one, we go ahead and dive in today on the breaking news out of Billings, Montana. The Mustangs have officially hired their club manager for the season. And it is a very familiar face. Five-time Major League Baseball manager, to serve as a skipper for the Mustangs, and that is no other than Jim Riggleman, who has, of course, of his distinguished career in baseball, managed five MLB clubs. Riggleman becomes the first Mustangs manager to have previously served as a major league manager. He replaces 2021 manager Joe uh, Krizel, who left to work in the Los Angeles Angels minor league system as a field coordinator. This article is brought to you by the Pioneer League themselves. Let's go ahead and get into this article. So uh, Jim Riggleman is 69 years old, has been a manager, coach, or instructor at the professional level for more than 40 years, including all or parts of 17 seasons as a manager for the Cincinnati Reds from 2015 to 2018. He was with the uh, Washington Nationals uh, 2009 to 2011, 
Mariners, 2008, Chicago Cubs from 1995 to 1999, and the San Diego Padres from 92 to 94. He has also worked on Major League staffs as third base coach for the Indians in 2000, first base coach for the Cardinals, 1989 to 90, and bench coach for the Nationals in 2009, uh, Mariners in 2008, and the Dodgers from 2001 to 2004. He also managed the Reds' Class A AAA team in uh, Louisville from 2013 to 2014. Uh, Jim states he is very excited to be named the manager of the Billings Mustangs. Um, He states baseball people across the country rave about the Billings, the ballpark, the fans, the city, and the team themselves. The history of great players who have come through Billings is really special, and I look forward to the upcoming season and seeing this great fan base. Go Mustangs. Um, We cannot be any more thrilled to have Jim Riggleman come to the Billings to manage the Mustangs, said team owner Dave Heller. He's a teacher, a strategist, and a man of great integrity who brings with him an encyclopedia of knowledge of the game. I know under I know that under Jim's leadership, our players will play the game the right way with pride and passion. It is a tremendous honor to have him in Billings and a testament to our team, the city of Billings and the Pioneer League that a man of his stature would choose to manage here. We're so excited to have him leading the Mustangs. On behalf of the Pioneer League, I am thrilled to have such a quality baseball man as Jim Riggleman managing our Billings club, said Pioneer League President Mike Shapiro. Beyond his stelling managing and coaching career, Jim is known throughout baseball as one of the real good stand-up guys. He is universally liked and respected it's an honor to have someone of his pedigree manage in our league. The Mustangs kick off their second season as an MLB Partner League club on Wednesday, May 25th in Missoula against the Paddleheads, who, of course, as we all know, was the 2021 Pioneer Baseball League champions. So the Mustangs will kick off their season with quite the challenge as most of that team is returning to the Paddleheads. Um, Of course, the Mustangs open at home at uh, Diller Park. I believe that is how you pronounce that on Saturday night, May 28th, against one of the league's two new teams, the NoCo Owls, um, which is the season's first homestand, continues throughout Memorial Day weekend as the Mustangs host the Owls for three games concluding with an afternoon game on Memorial Day, Monday, May 30th, when all veterans, reservants, guardsmen, and active military, active duty military will be able to attend for just a dollar. Please visit BillingsMustangs.com and follow the Mustangs on social media for ticket information and team news and more. I will say I am I am quite impressed with this uh, hiring. Um, I've heard of Jim Riggleman throughout the years in uh, the major leagues, and he does bring exactly what the um, owner of the, the Mustangs are saying. He brings this integrity and everything to the Mustangs uh, organization. And let me tell you, right off the bat, I'm going to tell you I am worried for the Pioneer League because – under Jim Riggleman, I cannot phantom what he is capable of bringing 
to the table when we are talking about the Pioneer League and just the Billings Mustangs. Um, they, they come out of a losing season last year. Um, they were not in they were not in the playoffs. Um, so this will be definitely an interesting uh, turn of events that could significantly improve their chances of getting into the um, the actual playoff picture and potentially into the uh, 2022 Pioneer Baseball League Championship Series um, at the um, end of the summer or whatnot. So there's a lot to kind of digest over some time with him. It's going to be interesting to see if we start getting some Billings Mustangs news with players being signed uh, now that uh, Jim Riggleman has been hired as the club manager. So good luck to the Billings Mustangs. As always, again, this is a Pioneer Baseball uh, show. It is not uh, Rocky Mountain vibes like the Graham Slam podcast was. So we are supporting all 10 teams on here. Obviously, I live in Color Springs. I will be attending Rocky Mountain Vibes baseball games and trying to get out to a Northern Colorado Owls game this season as well. Um, That is my plan to travel up to the northern part of Colorado for a game up there to uh, look at that new stadium that's being currently built for them and then just try to get more out into the Pioneer League, uh, maybe next year try to go to another club or another park. I think that'd be kind of cool to um, eventually travel to all 10 stadiums, obviously, well, nine at this point because obviously I've been going to the Rocky Mountain Five Stadium since I was a kid. Um, so it'll be great to have um, Jim Riggleman as a club manager, and I look forward to Uh, potentially meeting him when the Mustangs come to Colorado Springs to face the Rocky Mountain Vibes. So let's go ahead. Let's uh, transition into the next story I am bringing forward to you. It's actually about the Major League Baseball organization. As we all know, MLB currently is on a lockout. Now, this lockout does not affect minor league baseball, definitely does not affect the Pioneer League at all. Um, But to think, as of right now, we do not know if there is going to be a season. We we assume there is going to be, but we don't know. There could be a delay start. If there is a delay into May, into June, into July, or however long that delay may happen, um, there is a good chance that the Pioneer League and these independent leagues could really shine and kind of give fans of baseball across the country a brand new look at baseball and of course no matter even if the MLB goes on as normal same with uh the actual uh like Pioneer League and stuff like that it's always they've always run coincide each other obviously the Pioneer League is a uh, summer league and you just have more opportunities to potentially uh, have more fans come to the games, especially if the, at least in Colorado, the Colorado Rockies are um, still on lockout, then you have three teams to choose from to go to see baseball. And yeah, it's a maybe considered a rookie independent league, um, but there are plenty of players, plenty of coaches uh, that are that are not rookies. They've been in baseball for a while, um, obviously, with the hiring of Jim Riggleman, 
the Pioneer League is in the spotlight right now, and that's exactly why I'm here recording this episode and bringing you our chapter, whatever we want to call it. It's going to take a while to get used to changing the episode name or whatnot, but um, essentially, this is this is what I enjoy. I, I've talked about it on my former podcast that I enjoy baseball. I enjoy seeing like teams come and go, players advance, whatever may happen. The Pioneer League had quite a bit of players uh, actually get signed by MLB teams over the last year, so that is huge to see. Um, even if they're some of these players are going to like AAA or AA, whatever it may be, it is still big. Um, you go from an independent league that does not have any real affiliation with MLB. I believe next season is the last one, and then the uh, Pioneer Baseball League will be on their own. Um, so there, there's that uh, statistic that we could really see independent league baseball shine significantly if the MLB lockout happens, and which I hope it doesn't. Um, but for independent leagues, it could actually be a saving grace to show really how good and what these leagues are for. And we all know the Pioneer League was very, very, very successful in 2021, more so than anyone expected. Um, they had the highest attendance rates in baseball, regardless of what you want to try to read on the internet. There's so many trolls out there trying to claim otherwise. It's just not true. And attendance in here in Color Springs for the Rocky Mountain Vibes, it was up. Despite the fact half the games I went to looked empty, they still broke near records for the Pioneer League or whatnot. And there was many a teams that did that. So when you look at the 2021 season compared to 2022, the biggest change could be the fact that baseball or Major League Baseball is on a lockout and there is no baseball. This is the time for us to shine. I can't wait for this season. I can't wait to follow all these teams. It's going to be a great year. Um, I, I just I cannot wait. Baseball is knocking on the door, and, man, it is getting closer than ever. And I can't wait to return back out to baseball in exactly 100 nights from now. I, It's so exciting thinking about that. The, the offseason is almost done, and we are ready to go. But let's go ahead and transition right into a good topic, a segue into it, is that the Pioneer League is partnering with the Pecos League for preseason tryout camp. Now, of course, if you follow the Graham Slam podcast or if you're new here, the Pecos League actually, um, where I'm from in Color Springs, they actually have a team in Color Springs as well called the Color Springs Snow Sox, uh, paying honor and paying respect to the former uh, baseball team that used to be here, the Color Springs Sky Sox, prior to changing their name to the Rocky Mountain Vibes. Um, but they conversation with the Pioneer League president and Pecos League commissioner basically states that in a world of independent professional baseball, the one constant thing that has been there is always change. Things are always changing. Teams and leagues have come and gone over the years. Some players climb the ladder to the higher levels, but most don't. 
However, the enduring legacy of indie ball are the stories of great players who were once overlooked, found their way onto an indie ball roster, and were suddenly rediscovered. Witness veteran pitcher Rich Hill, World Series champion Kevin Millar, uh, Diamondbacks David Peltra, and the feel-good story of the 2021 World Series reliever Tyler Matzik, who, of course, is from, that's right, my Atlanta Braves. Tyler Matzik was a hell of a story coming up through different leagues and everything like that. But in fact, in 2021 alone, the four independent Major League Baseball partners, the Atlantic League, the American Association, the Frontier League and the Pioneer League sent over 200 players to MLB rosters. Indie ball is about young players with pro-level talent looking for a second chance because they either got overlooked in the draft or got bounced out at some point. They can play. They just need a chance to show what they've got. We, The Pioneer League themselves posted on their website that they recently had a conversation with the two independent league executives uh, the Pioneer League President Mike Shapiro and the Pecos League Commissioner Andrew Dunn and their new partnership to provide those second chance players a showcase at the Pioneer League's upcoming tryout camp at the Kino Sports Complex in Tucson, Arizona on April 1st through the 4th of this year. So just coming up in about two less than two months. Uh the question was, Mike, you have been an executive with several MLB clubs in the past, have owned and operated your own indie ball club, and now you're the president of the Pioneer League. Can you tell us why this tryout camp is so important? Mike states, this camp we're doing in partnership with the Pecos League is unique in that it offers quality players a real shot at pro at a pro job because there will be so many jobs available. The Pioneer League will be signing at least 20 players to spring training invites, and of those who don't go with us, the Pecos League will be signing quite a few players as well. If you can play pro ball, this camp will offer the greatest opportunity for the pro contract compared to any other preseason camp. And, of course, he's asking why is the Pecos League partnering with the Pioneer League? And Andrew states I've known Mike Shapiro for a long time and we've got always got always worked together well he used to sign a lot of my Peco, Pecos League's players and we've developed a great working relationship and friendship the Pioneer League is one of the best developmental leagues around a place where players are treated right and given every opportunity to realize their dreams to be a pro ball player I think what we do in the Pecos League by offering a lot of guys a shot to play and maybe put some put up some numbers will fit in perfectly with the Pioneer League's goal to focus on developing young players. So the the article itself goes into more questions left and right um, between what are they hoping to come out of this um, tryout camp, who will be signed from the camp, um, and who will be at the camp to scout and sign those players. Um, what is the format of the camp? Um, Andrew answered, there's going to be a couple of days of pro style skill skills, drills for position players, bullpen sessions for pitchers and catchers, and then an extended intra squad game with live pitching to evaluate players in in in-game conditions. 
Shapiro stated, I think it is important to note that in a lot of these tryout camps I've seen before, there just aren't enough reps for hitters or for the, for that matter, enough innings for pitchers. By having a four-day camp, we'll be able to take a good look at everyone and give them all a chance to show what they've got. So again, as I was saying, the Pioneer League Arizona Pro Showcase will be held April 1st through the 4th, 2022 at the Kino Sports Complex in Tucson, Arizona. Um, If you are looking for more information or to register for the camp to try out, go to ArizonaProShowcase.com. And that's where you'll find all the information on that camp. Um, Obviously, I will not be there, but I will be covering it to an extent. I will be keeping an eye on it and keeping an eye on the Pioneer League's uh, overall decision and who they will sign, those 20 players they're taking, and where those players will go. I don't know if it's going to be automatically two players go to each team. Um, we obviously still do not know as of today, maybe that announcement on Monday from the Rocky mountain vibes could be about players. Um, we do not know if the Rocky mountain vibes organization is still going to be partnering up, um, in association with the Monclova Steelers, which is a Mexico professional baseball league team. Um, basically Mexico's version of MLB, um, the Monclova Steelers, Uh, were the partnership uh, to the Rocky Mountain Vibes for the 2021 season. If you're new to um, the Pioneer League or tuning in from another team or whatnot, this is kind of the backstory of the Rocky Mountain Vibes. They had players from this uh, team. They are like a a, a AAA-type version team to the Monclova uh, Steelers. But a lot of the players on the Rocky Mountain Vibes team, Rocky Mountain Vibes team, um, age rangers from 15 to 23, 24, I think, with some players being a little older than that. But when you got this type type of talent um, and everything, it's going to be interesting to see if the Pioneer League does give the Rocky Mountain Vibes two players or each team essentially will get two players as there are. 10 teams in the league. So we look forward to that. Again, I will be covering that information um, essentially from whatever standpoint I can view it from and give you those names, those player information when they come available. Uh, but let's that's a good segue talking about the Rocky Mountain Vibes into that announcement that is coming on Monday morning, I believe it is, uh, which is February 14th, Valentine's Day. So... I've had some talks with other season ticket holders for the Rocky Mountain Vibes uh, team that I share that season tickets with or whatnot share directly, but share that experience with other season ticket holders. Um, And we've kind of gone back and forth of what this announcement could be. Um, A lot of us believe it is going to be a disappointment. Um, Unfortunately, it does not seem like the Vibes organization has – that great of like communication skills when it comes to the overall um, what they're putting out there. Um, there's been a lot of controversy lately. Um, people are very to give you a kind of a backstory with a lot of people are really upset with the Rocky Mountain Vibes organization, the ownership, because of the fact that one Calder Springs 
has always been known as Triple A Baseball. Um, we were the Triple uh, A affiliation to the Colorado Rockies for years, the Triple A affiliation to the Milwaukee Brewers for a couple of years, and then essentially lost everything because the city of Colorado Springs did not want to build a new stadium for them to basically host AAA baseball team games. Uh, so when that partnership got lost, the Rocky Mount or the the Colorado Rockies essentially dipped out from being the AAA affiliate or the major league team for them. Milwaukee Brewers took ownership of the team. They did not play a season in AAA. They actually were then downgraded. Or no, they did play for the Milwaukee Brewers for I think maybe two years as a AAA conference, and then they essentially moved that team um, to somewhere else, and at that point we got a rookie A-League, which then was named the Rocky Mountain Vibes, and it made so many people here mad, upset, pissed off, you name it. They were mad, and they were not happy with anything, so... What is interesting is the fact that they've been sharing, and this kind of goes into the the title of this chapter, is, is the Colorado Springs Sky Sox returning? Now, of course, the Pecos League, as we know, has the Colorado Springs Snow Sox. It would be very awkward if they renamed their team to the Colorado Springs Sky Sox in the Pioneer League. I don't think that's happening, but I think they've been hinting at showing a lot of past stuff of where they've came from to where they're at now. And a lot of it features the Colorado Springs Sky Sox stuff. Men- memorabilia, uh, signage around the ballpark, um, like photos. When the team won the PCLS championship in the 90s. There's a lot of history in Colorado Springs with baseball and the Colorado Springs Sky Sox that I I think there's two things here. One and this kind of coincides with my rumor theory of the Colorado Springs Sky Sox returning, is I think this announcement on Monday is basically that instead of the La Llorona, which was their um, identity during the 2021 season um, for, I believe it was the Copa uh, era or whatnot, that they were playing as a uh, Mexican folklore as uh, some teams did different things. Rocky Mountain Vibes did the La La Ronas. And I think essentially in this realm of things that they are going to have an alternate like couple series where they are the Colorado Springs Sky Sox. That is my guess. That is my prediction. I think that's what the announcement is on Monday. Um. <laughs> It's far-fetched, obviously, very far-fetched. Um, I, I think really what the announcement is is basically that they are re-signing the contract with Monclova uh, Steelers and they are going to be bringing the same team back from last year. There's a lot of talk of a lot of people don't want that. Um, I have talked personally to players throughout the Pioneer League that are not associated with the Rocky Mountain Vibes, whether it be the... Um, Ogden Raptors, the uh, Grand Junction Rockies, and a lot of players just did not feel comfortable with playing the Rocky Mountain vibes throughout the season because 
a lot of the players were underage. They were very young compared to what we are used to here in America with these like independent leagues or some of these kids were basically high school age kids. I mean, there's some high school students down the road at Sand Creek High School, which is a couple blocks away from the Rocky Mountain Vibes um, ballpark, UC Health Park, that are older than the players playing in these games. And it's crazy to think that. And a lot of people thought they were – the joke was running around the Pioneer League that a lot of people thought they were abusing children because of the – some of the outcomes of the games and the scores, like they were killing these kids on the field, like ridiculously. I mean, the, the Rocky Mountain Vibes had the worst season um, of the, the entire Pioneer Baseball League. Um, they had the worst record, and it, it really showed. It showed that there's players that may have not, should have not been there in this independent league. But, again, the Pioneer League – and the Rocky Mountain Vibes organization and ownership all agreed to this. I just don't think it's very fair. I think if you're going to have a team like that, then maybe these two other teams that are coming into the league with the um, NOCO Owls and the um, Glacier Range Riders, you have those part of the uh, Mexican League as well and be a farm team for them as well. Because you've got to break this league up. Maybe even have five teams that are all um, part of the the Mexico Baseball League or whatnot. I think it would be significant. You'd bring in five teams, have your normal independent league players, and then five of the teams are this rookie AAA team for teams for uh, the Mexico League, which usually are kids um, from what I've seen. So... That'll be remained the scene. I will be posting and following closely on social media on Monday. Um, stay tuned to this is the PBL show Instagram account and whatnot because I will be posting in a minute the Rocky Mountain Vibes organization posts what their announcement is. This could be big or it could be the biggest letdown ever, um, which I am anticipating and a lot of other season tickets holders are anticipating too that this is nothing that big. It's it's probably something very lame. Um, I know last year around this time is when the Rocky Mountain Vibes organization announced they hired a coach from the University of Colorado at Colorado Springs UCCS College as their uh, club manager and then magically disappeared. If you go back to the Pioneer League, or sorry, not the Pioneer League, the Grand Slam podcast, uh, reviewing the 2021 Rocky Mountain Vibes episode, which should have been my last episode on there, um, that, that talks more in depth about that and what kind of happened. And there's still a lot of questions remaining with that. But we'll see on Monday. I am looking forward to it. Um, I will be sure to share that news when it comes out and to kind of jump into that because that could be the announcement we're looking for with the uh, teams essentially or Rocky Mountain Vibes essentially um, announcing potential players coming to the team or returning or coaching staff, whatever it may be. Um, let's segue right on in to 
this past week's signing. Now, of course, I know some of these teams have been signing players for the last couple weeks. I am going to start clean off of from last Monday going forward, and we'll give you a review each episode of who has signed where. Um, Andy Atwood, second baseman, um, has signed with the Great Falls Voyagers. Um, This will be Andy's second season with the Voyagers playing in 27 games last year with only 104 days until the first pitch. We look forward to many more signings across the league. Um, This was something I posted on the Instagram account just days ago. The next signing, obviously, was the uh, field manager for the uh, Billings Mustangs with Jim Riggleman that we talked about at the top of the show. And then, of course, the um, Boise Hawks ended up uh, hiring Riley Widell, Widell, left-handed pitcher. Uh, R- Riley is a left-handed pitcher who was originally drafted by the Minnesota Twins in the seventh round of the 2017 MLB June Amateur Draft from Central Arizona College. He also played at Washington State University. Um, Good luck to uh, Riley and the Mustangs, or sorry, the Boise Hawks this season. I completely messed this post up to no end and put Mustangs. That was completely wrong. I need to actually update that. (laughs) Fail on my part. Fail on my part. But that's okay. So that was all the signings we had this week. Um, Like I said, I will bring you more player signings, try to get some more background on some of these players as they're hired in, and then kind of give you a brief review of what we're looking at. Now, of course, when we get closer to the season, I think about probably 30 or 15 to 30 days out from the first pitch of the season. Um, In May, I will be doing a... um, format episode or series chapter series of each team a preview of um, all 10 teams of what is in store for them and going over each team's schedule along with the players they have signed and what we are looking forward to for the 2022 season so again thank you very much to everyone who has joined me on this first chapter of this is the pbl show And we thank everyone for joining me on this new journey towards covering the Pioneer League Baseball, Pioneer Baseball League. And as far as I know, like I've said, I think I'm the only one that has a podcast or show doing this. So I look forward to many more chapters in the future. Um, We will be back here next Saturday night. Thank you again. Have a great week, everyone, and let's see what the Rocky Mountain Vibes have to announce on Monday. Thanks again, everyone. Bye-bye.